0: It's the brand new podcast.
1: Welcome to the brand new podcast. I'm Gavin. From entrepreneurs to athletes, influencers to investors, creators to coders, we want to explore the stories behind their brands. I really like you despite who you
0: are.
1: Whether you love your job, whether you hate your job, whether you're young, whether you're old, people are always thinking about side hustles. Everyone wants to start one. Everyone wants to support one. And so I brought on my favorite side hustle today: Little Dip Bananas. I, I feel bad. I've never even tried them. I just follow them on Instagram and see all their events. And I feel like if I had a kid, it'd be my my birthday party plan right away. Or, or if I had a company, it'd be my corporate plan. But uh, just wanted to get their story here. Uh, we have Scott and Amber Balin. How are you guys?
2: Good.
0: Hi, Gavin. good, man.
1: Yeah, so you guys have a super cool story. I mean, a lot of us have been in your shoes. I mean, right now I'm in your shoes. Uh, (laughs) We're young, married, thinking about how can we make a little bit of money here? What kind of things am I good at? Um, What skills do I have? And you guys came up with this idea for Little Dipper Bananas, and it's something that for here in Utah is super unique and people are obviously interested in it because of how many events you guys are booking. But you guys want to just tell us a little bit about what it is and uh, what inspired the idea for you guys to, to start this business? Yeah. Yeah. You start. Okay. So the Little Dipper is a mobile food cart
3: and we serve frozen dip bananas. Um, for me, is a new concept, but for Amber, it's uh, something she grew up with.
0: Yeah so
2: I grew up in Huntington Beach um it's really close to Newport Beach which I'm sure a lot of people listening have been to like Balboa and have gotten like a Balboa bar or a frozen dip banana and so I went all the time growing up and when Scott and I started dating I took him and he had like never had one I was like so confused like San Diego, not do this <laughs> but anyways i love them um and utah doesn't really have them so scott was kind of like already in the wedding business right
3: yeah i film wedding videos um kind of as another side hustle and um i just got tired of going to the wedding spending all day with the couple and being out in the hot sun and then and going home and most of my work is still ahead of me with. With editing and that. Um, so I was getting jealous of people like the DJ or the photo booth people and and the caterers who get to pack up and go home after the wedding's done. So we knew we wanted to be in that industry. Um, Utah's obviously ripe for, for weddings all the time. Um, yeah, and we just wanted to come up with something that, um, yeah, we could come in, do our thing and get out.
0: Uh, so. I
2: remember like us road tripping. Do you remember? Like, yeah. Talking about it. We had just finished like our graduation trip and COVID was like a thing, but like quarantine and like none of that had happened yet. And we were road tripping back to Utah from our graduation trip. And we we're like, what should we do? We didn't have jobs yet because we were waiting until after our trip to get them just because like. I don't know we just thought it would be a better time um and we're like we don't have jobs yet like we could do a side hustle and like figure it out had no idea that COVID would like explode and be crazy and so we talked about like the wedding business and then we're like let's do like a cart and then we both like let's do frozen bananas and that's just kind of how we came up with the idea kind of crazy.
1: It's insane. There's so many weddings here, so many like corporate events. People are looking for a food cart. Um, just a shout out for Scott's photography and that stuff. It, it, he's amazing, like Super 8 film, uh, his like little videos, even the, the videos that have just like their trips and stuff. You're going to look at that and you're going to think, how are they not travel influencers because of how good of a quality it is? Um, always jealous that I can't, you know, we all think we could just put something into an app and it's just going to make it look a certain way but really you just need scott to come do it for you so that's that's a little (laughs) shout shout out for his other side hustle
2: um yeah he's a man of many talents that's like the coolest person
1: (laughs) i think that's the cool thing about side hustles though is because it really helps people like get into that creative side and like the specific skills that you uniquely they have and um so like kind of sounds like with the bananas that's amber's childhood and you guys dating. So that's super unique to you. And you're able to go and share that with all these people and kind of let them have those same feelings that you guys had, that that's a special thing. But so starting a side hustle is really hard. I've had so many ideas, so many things I've wanted to do. But I feel like the biggest thing is just jumping into it and getting going. So what were like the first steps that you guys had to take like obviously you had to find like a card and different things like that but what did what did you do to to start your side hustle like just this these like first steps and in getting into it
0: I can kind of touch on this
2: um and then you can touch on like whatever maybe I don't explain but I remember so we we just talked about it a lot and then we're like okay what would like the first thing be and we knew we wanted like a cart and so like I remember creating like a Pinterest board and I like went on Pinterest and searched like mobile food carts and then I saved like a bunch that I thought was really cool. And then Scott, being the amazing artist he is, <laughs> we just had like a small piece of paper and he kind of, we took parts of each picture that we saved and that we liked and kind of created like our own cart. Like we like how this cart had an umbrella and we like the wheels on this cart and like we like the shape of this cart and we kind of just drew it <laughs> and we like guessed on dimensions wouldn't you say we kind of stood out of the bar in our apartment and we're like okay we probably want it to be this high and like on a measuring tape anyways I'm probably going into TMRC too much detail but I just remember just starting off with like an initial sketch and then um I don't know we didn't really do like that much research I knew that there wasn't like a frozen banana cart in Utah which did make me and I think Scott feel good too it's like they always say like find a hole in the market like if it's not done yet like it hasn't been done in Utah you know so it's like okay it could probably do good and people in Utah love Newport Beach and I know they've all had a frozen dip banana it won't be like super foreign to them I don't know what else do you think was an initial thing that we did
0: um yeah
3: like Gavin said just jumping in and going for it we had no experience I think I drew that sketch on The back of an old homework assignment or something. Yeah, we
0: haven't seen.
3: And (laughs) we're like, this is what we want. We couldn't find it um, available to purchase, and we're like, we're gonna have to build this. So Amber's uncle luckily lives by, and he's the ultimate handyman. And we basically handed him this sketch, and he said, "Okay, I think I can help you." And within a couple weeks, we were at Home Depot and buying the lumber and getting paint and it what started as an idea I really got moving forward just by jumping in and making the phone call to Amber's uncle like hey can we do this and um yeah just starting even though I had no experience
2: yeah we went to my uncle's like once a week or twice a week for like a month or two and then the cart was done and we're like okay
0: now I now <laughs> I start. yeah we got you gotta jump
1: into it you gotta yeah well, I'm sure it was easy to take the pictures of the actual card and your products and
0: mm-hmm.
1: um kind of flushing out some of the rest of the business, but what else besides just the bananas was part of that process for for starting a side hustle? How are you connecting with customers and um kind of more on on
0: the business side of the Operation. Yeah, um, I think the design was a big part of it. We
3: wanted something that was simple and could go with a lot of things. Um, a lot of the other options in the area might have really bright colors or a big logo, and we wanted something that flew under the radar a little bit better. And I think that's connected with our audience and. That was big in in starting is we defined this is who our target is, um this is what they like, these are the other things that they're into and um so coming up with our own product within those bounds what made it a lot easier, so yeah, I think to start out, we defined exactly who we want to um who who we think our target customers are and and went from there,
2: yeah, and I also think like touching on like customers I remember when we posted about it like all of our friends and family thought it was so cool but then I was like wait who's gonna book us like they all are like this is awesome but then I started to get really stressed once we kind of like made the Instagram and stuff and I'm like wait people who are getting married and like having events like don't really know about us and so we kind of had to like use some connections and um some people used us for like a party and stuff. And then it just kind of like started rolling from there. But yeah, that was like a really scary jump. I realized like we'd put everything out there and then I was like, wait, how are we going to do it? But I guess it, it works. So I would recommend just jumping into it if you're scared.
0: Well,
1: Utahns are a sucker for the white and black design on anything. So you definitely, I think, pick the right the right colors and all of that and from the events that you have done you just see these kids with like the biggest smiles on their faces with their banana like throwing it up in the air you do a ton of different flavors they always like look really not only does it taste good you have a lot of these places where you're going to go and like I've got like a caramel apple before and it's like really delicious but it doesn't look like anything special but for you guys it's like a delicious treat looks good you guys have your operation down. It's a really um kind of unique thing. I definitely would would put it. If I could go back and do our wedding again, I would have booked you guys
0: definitely.
2: <laughs> That's nice.
1: So, so obviously like m- there are some really fun parts now and some really maybe hic- not hiccups but or maybe maybe hiccups, things that you didn't see um going into it or um Things you maybe would have done differently. What's what's your favorite thing about your side hustle? And what's something that maybe you would do differently um, or that you have changed in
0: your side hustle? Yeah. Do you want me to start? Something
2: that we always talk about that we love is well, Scott and I both work like full time. Um and then we just do like a little dip around the side, which is great. But we just, like, spend so much time together. So, like, after work or whatever, Scott and I are together doing the event. We set up for the event, like, come home. It's just fun to, like, do everything with Scott. And I think you have fun doing everything with me, too. <laughs> we just always say, like, people always ask us, like, what's your favorite part? And I'm like, we just get to hang out, like, all day. Um, and then, I don't know, other stuff that we love is when people, like, love – the banana or like their treat i guess and they come back and give us like a really good review or like they come back for a second it makes us feel i think validated that we like have a good product um and or when someone like rebooks us like we have a family that booked us so like we started summer 2019 And we had a family that booked us on the 4th of July. And then this last 4th of July, they booked us again. So we loved you so much. Like, we want you to come back. And so stuff like that is really cool.
0: I don't know. What's your favorite part? Yeah, Amber hit it
3: on the head. We get to spend so much time together. Um, Everything from the prep to doing the event, it's all just us. We don't have any employees or We don't farm anything out to anyone else. So, um, yeah, we get to spend a ton of time together. We've explored so many different parts of the city and the state all together. A lot of time in the car. Um, Yeah, it's been super fun. Not everyone gets to spend that much time with their spouse. So we consider ourselves lucky. And, yeah, Amber mentioned um, we get to see people's reaction firsthand. Um, with some like other side hustles like an e-commerce business you don't necessarily see when someone gets your product but we get to serve them um, right then and there so it's great to hear when people say like oh like this is your business like this looks so good the banana was great like you guys are awesome so it's definitely validating to hear that Um, and then yeah like when people come up For their second or third banana of the night. That's that means a lot because the first one they could just be trying it, but um the second and third,
0: those ones really mean it. Yeah. Um we can talk about
2: our least favorite part or like hiccups. Um something that we ran into, which I guess is a good issue, but also can be hard, is because it's just Scott and I running it, we get like really busy in the summer and so we have to say like no to a lot of events because we're already booked and so like one thing that was really hard for me to say no to is like and this happened several times but we'd have like one of our like a smaller event book that someone had booked us out like months before and then someone would message us and be like uh can you do an event for like 200 people but I'm like oh, I already said like yes to this person even though it's like a way smaller event. Like I felt like I had to be loyal to the customer. So we'd have to like turn a lot of people away um, just because we already had stuff booked, which sucks because it's like you want to get out there and do every single event possible and like take every opportunity. But when you're only like one cart and two people, it's so hard. Um, and so, yeah, we've talked about like hiring people and maybe one day, but it's just, it's hard working full time and doing it all. It's crazy um i don't know maybe talk about like the one turn
1: stuff yeah i was just gonna say that has to be like the biggest sign that it's like going well right if if you're able to choose like how much you scale your side hustle then that's a really nice problem to have
2: (laughs) yeah yeah definitely that's not something that i dislike it's just like uh so hard sometimes
1: so if you have like that hard battle between, so you schedule maybe a, like a birthday party or something, maybe a smaller event and you have a mm-hmm. bigger event come and they show interest. Do you obviously as a side hustle, you want to make the money. So you maybe would prefer the bigger event, but is it more fun I from, from talking to you guys, it almost sounds like it would be more rewarding and more fun from like an emotional level, just doing like the smaller events. Do you, would you say that? or? is it the same between a corporate event and a birthday party or what would you say like just just your level of fun at, at an event is it just the same always or do you prefer or like have a
0: yeah one
1: that's kind of more fun for you guys
0: you can answer that um i definitely
1: think if it's bad for business you don't have to give away like whether you no. like it or not. not no
0: no it's not
1: i think it's fun to do like
3: the non-corporate, non-wedding ones, just from, yeah, like you said, more of a relationship or emotional standpoint, Mm -hmm. because a lot of times they'll say like, hey, we've been following you for, since the beginning, or we saw this on somebody else's page, like my mom is so excited for this, or we've been looking forward to this for so long. And then when we really nail down those target people that we'd always envisioned, um, and it lines up, and we know the same people and we think the same, and, and that kind of thing, then, yeah, it's definitely rewarding because they chose us and, and we were able to make it happen. Um, those aren't always the most profitable, but it is fun. Um, usually on the corporate or wedding side, maybe just the bride or, or the person booking us knows, and it's a nice surprise to everyone else in attendance. But it's definitely fun to have, uh, like, the host really um, feel special
0: or, or excited when we're there. Yeah. And I think, like,
2: we've been to, like, su- such fun events. Like, I think it just depends on the event, whether it's big or small. It depends on, like, what the event is. Because, like, one of them, like, that birthday party for the parents or their wedding anniversary, I can't remember. It was, like, carnival themed. and. They'll like involve you, but like you can go and like get whatever you want. And it's like we're a part of the party. And so I like love those events. And I just feel like we meet so many cool people. And so I don't think it depends on the size. I think it just, yeah, it depends on like the people there and like what kind of party it is. It's just so fun to like always be doing something different with a different theme. Like you never know what you're going to get showing up to events. So it's really cool.
1: And you guys have done some pretty big, like, Obviously big birthday parties, maybe he's turning 12, it's a big deal, but like mm-hmm. big corporate events too, right? I mean, so for people who don't know, they were featured just kind of in an article on People magazine. They've done a few events for Studio McGee and um her company. And uh do you guys wanna tell how you found out about that? Or I mean how how that just you you started this literally beginning of COVID, probably the hardest time to start a side hustle. <laughs> Yeah, worked super hard and I mean even if the article wasn't about you you are in the magazine so that's pretty dang cool we want to hear a little bit about that
2: yeah I can touch on it I feel like I'm talking so much but this is mainly how our relationship goes I talk a lot um (laughs) (laughs) so okay I'll I guess I'll start from the beginning so um we have like a friend who runs the Buy guide um And it's like a social media account where they just post like products that they really like. They do the Stanley Cups. I'm sure, everyone knows the Stanley Cups. Um, and so, start from the beginning. Lindley, who is one of the people who runs the Buy Guide, she booked our first event ever. And so Scott's friend's cousins with her, so we kind of made a connection. And she was like, "I'd love to have you over for an event." And so she really like helped us so much. Like so much. So she booked our first event ever, and that's kind of how people like in Utah saw us because they have such a big following like in Utah. Um, and that's kind of just like how we took off. And then, like a year later, this past summer, um, Lindley lives in the same neighborhood as Shay McGee, who does Studio McGee, and was throwing her baby shower. And she was like, We'd love to have you like cater the baby shower as the dessert um and so we were like stoked of course I've like watched the Netflix show everything um and so that's kind of how that got started and we I didn't even like talk to Lindley about logistics or anything like I didn't know if they were even going to take pictures or like if they we never talked about like they would post about us or like tag us I was just like excited to like do it and like. A month after the event, I don't know, it kind of, we kind of had to like wait a while. Studio Media like posted about her baby shower and she just posted like a picture of our cart and like tagged us and we were like, what the heck, this is crazy and we got like a ton of business from that and it was awesome and then the next day someone, Lindley texted me and was like, you're in People Magazine. I was like, oh my gosh, we like, we had no idea that it was even going to happen, Like <laughs> like no one told us or anything. It just happened. I don't know we're super
0: grateful it was awesome do you have anything to touch on that yeah um my friend Cooper he
3: he really started it for us he facilitated the entire first event that Amber talked about he said hey my cousin runs this account she needs a birthday party done or um or something and got us in contact and she reached out and was like hey can you be there on this date, we have this party, and I was going to be out of town.
2: Oh, I was so and mad at Scott.
0: <laughs> so we were like,
2: can we say yes? Because I, I had to do my first event alone, like, without him. I had my friend, Allie, help me. Like, we had to carry the cart so heavy. Anyway, sorry.
0: He
1: yeah, just wanted so. to do a little tester, make sure it was good before yeah, he fully would, got involved.
2: It could totally fail. I don't know. I'd never done an event before.
1: But we were like, we have to
3: say yes. We cannot oh. say no to our the first person who reaches out. So I was out of state, like completely out of commission. And yeah, I guess we've had one employee, um, Amber's friend, Alley. And so they made it happen. And from there, um, I, was, I was in Texas at the time and I just saw my phone blown up with people following the account. And what was blown up to us was we had like three or 400 followers that day and we were just on top of the world Um, and over the next I don't know 24 hours we had three or five bookings Um, people reaching out just said hey we just saw you like can you come to our party on this date and those just kept rolling in and um, for the first few months those were that was all of our businesses was from that one event so yeah, just jumping into it, that helped us a ton, um, yeah. it was everything, and then, yeah, flash forward to um, Studio McGee's Giant on Netflix, and we came off, like, an event the day before, and another one two days before that, and we were just, like, we showed up to this one, we're, like, it's just another event for us, and we were actually embarrassed, we asked the Um, like when we were going to get paid for this one and like, well, actually this is going to be kind of a big deal. Like they're going to post about you on, on uh, Shay's uh, social media and stuff. We we kind (laughs) of forgot, like, Oh yeah, this is not just uh, a friend of a friend. This is a Netflix star. Um, And then, yeah, I remember we were just laying in bed one night and, we got tagged in the people article and we were like, this is, this is nuts. And again, yeah, that was a big boost for the summer. Um, we got a ton more business after that.
1: Usually side hustles are always reaching out to people like that saying, Hey, like use us for free post about us, please. Like if anything, like put us just on the last thing on the slider or whatever. So it's like a huge compliment. I mean like a huge, like, just shows how special your business is that you didn't even have to really do any of that. And it's, the aesthetic is so good. Like what you guys are doing is good. So people just want to share it naturally without even like needing you guys to solicit that. That's, that's pretty cool. And I guarantee that's why people magazine put it in there is because they just, I mean, the aesthetic and everything is like so spot on with even her brand that um, I saw the article and it, it looked like it was like, made for the magazine. It was perfect. Yeah, we were stoked to see the uh the name there and
3: the picture is cemented on the internet forever.
2: someone yeah, got me to like print it out and put it in our journal or something.
1: <laughs> I think I would be way more prideful. I think I'd have it like frames like, on framed. the wall. <laughs> and then I would be like, then I would put the caption the first time i was in people magazine (laughs) and then i would just hang hang an empty frame next to it for the next time yeah
2: that's awesome that's what we'll
1: do there you go um so for people listening to the podcast you probably know someone planning a wedding you probably know someone who has a a company who throws their christmas party every year and it's awful and if you had little dipper bananas it would be better um, tag them below in the comments and hopefully they can make that party better they can book little Dipper for their wedding or whatever their event may be it's a it's a special thing that these that the balens are doing and um hopefully uh we can just keep helping them them grow it there's so many treats and date nights and different things here in utah that i know eventually someday if they wanted to if uh you know i mean obviously they have Plenty of customers, but if they ever want to take that step that um, having a location and things, we would want to support them and it'd be super cool. But last thing before we go, do you guys have any advice to someone who's thinking about starting a side hustle or just toying around with an idea and a little nervous about whether to do it or not?
2: I think we both could probably give our own piece of advice, right? You could start, I'll go after
3: you. Yeah, I think we've hammered this one home already, but. Just jumping in and going for it, we had no idea what we were doing, and we've made uh some changes along the way and learned a lot. but if we let it stop us in the beginning, I don't think we would have ever started
2: yeah, I think it, like trying to start a business like looking at the big picture is really overwhelming like if we were to take that approach, Scott and I probably wouldn't have done it, but just starting by like drawing the picture of the cart and then calling my uncle and then building it. If you do it step-by-step, step, I think it makes it a lot easier. Um, and so, yeah, I would recommend to anyone who like wants to start something, just like take the first step and then think like what would be next and then do that. And we probably did like a million things wrong, but I know we did a couple of things, right. <laughs> and so, I don't know. It's definitely scary, but I mean, worth it for sure
0: and I don't know I think it's been awesome so far and yeah
1: I think you guys are both really humble um obviously you did a lot of things right and it's a super cool side business that I think a lot of us wish we had thought of I think that's like the side business like (laughs) forever motto is dang I wish I would have thought of that (laughs) or or uh, even better I love the oh it's such a simple idea we should have thought of that well yeah you should have thought of it because there are you guys are doing it and it's it's really cool um (laughs) so go follow little dipper bananas thank you guys so much for just taking your time and uh telling us your story because uh means a lot for us to to get our creative juices flowing so thanks for giving us some of your time
2: thanks for having us this was awesome i feel like a lot of people don't know anything about how we got started and stuff so it's fun to hear
0: yeah thank you
1: all right well
2: best of luck guys
0: it's the brand new podcast say you needed a ride but you wanted my car